the living poop. Welcome back to Super Segoy Cast. We're on episode number seven now. Woot. Woo! I'm Alex. I'm Justin. And this time we're going to talk about Fanime. It's actually still going on at this moment because we're recording right in the middle of it. Yeah. But um, we've gone for two of the days. We're going to go back when we're done doing this. And it's been amazing. Yeah. I mean, and actually it continues on to Monday as well. So it's it's a four day long event. Yeah. It started on Thursday afternoon. So it's pretty amazing. And it's like chock full of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is it's been it's the 21st anniversary that they've had Fanime here in well, in general. And this is the first time that either of us have gone. So uh, it's been a really cool experience that we've been able to do this, especially for the podcast. I mean, yeah. And like about the last year, I've gone to more cons I've gone to my whole entire life. <laughs> I think I'm at like four now. Yeah. Technically. So, I mean, that's pretty sad. No, that's pretty good. What are you talking about? Well, that's uh, it's 27 years with no cons and then blam, we just go to four in one year. Well, that the part that you haven't been to one is sad, but you're making yeah. up for it now. Yeah, so, I mean, you can't be too hard on yourself. So, kind of some information about the, the convention. It started out in 1994. And was hosted at Cal State University Hayward. Really? So it is, was a college convention? Yeah. It w- it's now known as CSU East Bay. Um, but So, yeah, it started in 1994. And it was like, I think, four clubs that were there first. Mm-hmm. It was a one-day thing. It was free to get in. I think it was just kind of like an anime club that decided to be like, let's have an event. Yeah. You know, it was real small. And, like, the four clubs that started it were Beef Bowl. Beef Bowl. I like that. <laughs> right. And Beef then, Bowl Club. It's like, it's the best name. And then the other three are Chabot, Foothill, and No Name. Oh. So it's like... Well, Chabot and Foothill are just the two other colleges, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not even creative. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, Beef Bowl is number one yeah. by far. Um, so it started there in CSU East Bay, and then it went to Foothill in uh, 96, mm-hmm. so a couple years later. And then in 2004, it moved to the San Jose Convention Center. Oh. Uh, and it, has it been there ever since? It's been there ever since. Wow. Yeah. So it, that we're going on like 11 years now that it's been in the San Jose Convention Center. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. It is. But, you know, they totally mm. need it. Like this event is huge, you know? Yeah. I was reading like once they brought it over here, it brought in like an economic growth of like $5 million for the event. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well. great for business around the town. Yeah. Judging from, you know, just what we've seen over the last few days, I can totally see that. There's like thousands upon thousands of con goers and stuff and you know yeah it's the fifth largest anime con since 2013 wow really yeah but they stopped counting last year and they probably won't count this year because they merged in the clockwork alchemy people oh that's right so it's technically not an anime con anymore it's a combination of two different things so they can't really have that as a tally But that doesn't make sense, though, because you still have to get separate Clockwork Alchemy tickets. Do you? Yeah. Well, I guess maybe that's just too much work. Maybe. But that's not fair. Come on, guys. Get with the, <laughs> get with it here. What are you doing? <laughs> Either way. So in, that was in 2013. It was the fifth largest in North America, not just here. Yeah. Um, which, that's crazy. It is. Yeah, that's impressive. When they started out, they had 200 
attendees. Yeah. Now they're at like over 25,000 people. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, it's really crazy when you think that they just started off as a small college gathering, you know? That's really awesome. Some clubs get together and then you're like, woohoo, let's actually expand it and turn it into this huge thing. And it's just nonstop growing. So I'm waiting to see the numbers for 2014, which they haven't posted. I hope they will. Yeah. Even though they're not going to count it as an anime convention. Yeah. But I'd like to see how much it's grown since then. Yeah, no kidding. 25,000, you said? 25,000 people. Yeah. And I mean, it's like almost 26. And we made up two of them. We we did, yeah. (laughs) So it started out as a one-day convention. And then in 98, they added cosplay shows, an anime game show, and live music. Mm. So because of that, they kind of extended it to two days. Yeah. And then the following year, they made it a three-day event. Oh. And so now, I mean, technically we're at like a three and a half day event if you include being able to pick up your badge on Thursday and then use like the game room. Yeah. Oh, that's, but yeah, that's true. It's, start, it's starting to get longer and longer. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why they moved it to Memorial Day weekend. Because oh. a lot more people could go. That's very true. Yeah. People already have the days off and stuff. I'm sorry. It's actually four and a half days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then Thursday you get to check in. So it's really a four and a oh. half day long convention. Yeah. You had, man, you had me all confused. You had me you. all confused first. And what? <laughs> <laughs> whatever so anyway their um they had a their very first japanese guest of honor was hiroyuki yamaga i don't know who that is <laughs> he's an anime director who works for gainax what's that um i don't know what any of this it's, is i'm it's sorry just the company that he works for oh okay and he's the director for this company yeah and he's best known for directing the film royal space force the wings of hone a mise and a few other like smaller ones oh okay but he's just he was their very first anime japanese director to come to fanime con yeah so it was kind of neat that they were able to get someone to come from japan and be on a panel yeah and talk and Definitely. have fun with everybody you know do you know what year that happened or it was in uh, 1997 oh wow so it was really before they started expanding their days yeah so besides adding the the game shows and the cosplay events and whatnot they also started to probably obviously have more panels with more well-known guests yeah they were probably super excited like i wonder if if that happened because of a connection or if they just like sent out like cold calls you know just Maybe. randomly asking people hey you want to come big enough. out yeah yeah you know, it's that's crazy it started to get big enough and they were finally like okay let's let's start to see if we can get actual anime directors and yeah. artists and stuff like that i'm sure that room was packed yeah oh all. yeah can you imagine like the first time they actually have somebody who's important and stuff there you know yeah it's not just like guests people who work on like anime here or just random people talking it's legitimately an artist director it's awesome speaking of panels i found that the organization of this uh, event was actually really well done compared to the few other ones we have gone to yeah no kidding the way that they organized this event was just nuts like it's amazing for how big of a convention this thing is you know i almost feel like this was bigger than star wars i mean in terms of the building size it wasn't like the star wars anaheim convention center was huge yeah and they were able to fit everything they could on like the bottom floor yeah and then they had like their small panel rooms on two and three what i liked about this convention is like the san jose convention center is nowhere near the size of that one yeah it's still fairly big but they had other buildings to go along with it and they also used those rooms so it was kind of nice that's true that's probably why it seemed bigger because it was like more space in general Mm -hmm. you know and it was very well done how they had it like separated like if you went to this one hotel where they had all the like rooms rented out for um, not like hotel rooms but like the the halls and stuff like that they had yeah. all the panels and stuff there but then if you went to the actual convention center they had buying area for merchandise and like art and stuff like that it was nice that they had it separated like that 
if you wanted to watch panels, you were just in that one building the entire time. It's not like you had to go shuttle back and forth to different things that were in the in the buildings, you know? Exactly, because there's a lot of panels that I wanted to see specifically that were hour after hour after hour. So it's yeah. not like I can go from one building, walk 15 minutes to the next building. I'm already going to be missing half the other panel if I was even allowed in if it wasn't packed. Yeah, and the hotel that they had it in was super nice, too. Like, Very. It, yeah, it was in, I don't even, I don't remember. Oh, it was in the Fairmont. Um, I was in the Fairmont. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's the first time I had been in there, to be honest. Same here. Yeah. It's a very nice hotel. It is, yeah. I think they were getting annoyed with all of the people that were in there, though. Yeah, because like... there's a lot of people just kind of <laughs> hanging out. People were not going up to the rooms or in their large groups. It was kind of neat because they also have hotels connected to the uh, convention center. They have the Hilton and they have the Marriott. And they also used the like rooms there as well to host some other like panels that were more interactive. It was also really nice because they had shuttles that took you to these two different hotels and the Civic Center, I think, which is where they had the music afterward. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that just adds to the organization, really. It like, was really well thought out. Yeah, because the, there was technically four different shuttle points from a couple of the hotels to the, the convention itself. Okay. So if you were, like, I think there was even a shuttle point at the Doubletree. I don't know where that is, but it's it seemed like it was kind of far away but the fact that they thought hey our convention can goers our convention goers are going to be staying here let's have a shuttle point over there so they can take them all the way over here that's really nice i thought i thought so as well yeah i kind of wish that they would have had stuff like that for some of the other ones that we've gone to yeah like you know, star wars specifically like there's close hotels but like you still had to walk that like half a mile or whatever to get to the convention yeah like the nearest hotel which is pretty close to where we were yeah and if you're in cosplay that's mm, that's mm. hard (laughs) and it was anaheim and it was hot and sunny yeah for this one it wasn't too bad walking around at least on uh friday it was kind of overcast so it kept it cool and then um saturday it was warmer sunnier but it wasn't too bad where you needed to take a shuttle if you really wanted to walk and spend some time outside you could the shuttles i'm sure came in handy too because the convention was technically open 24 hours from the time that it opened on thursday until the time it closes on monday yeah they so had late night music they had a game room that was open 24 hours and i think they even had yeah. like a specific like type panel no type. it was the the movie rooms the, oh, movie, the movie rooms were yeah. okay yeah they they had like seven different rooms where you could watch anime That's and awesome. stuff playing so in their 24 hours it's just like i want to i'm tired i want to get off my feet i'm gonna mm-hmm. go sit in a dark room and watch anime for like two hours you know what i mean yeah and it's really nice because like it, it being connected to the hotels it kind of allowed the people who were staying there something to do for free basically because they paid for their tickets they get to go watch anime they get to go play games they don't have to go try to like spend the nightlife out in san jose and spend tons of money they're already spending tons of money on their tickets in the hotel yeah it, i thought it was really cool like and you know they offered quite a bit in terms of what you got for the convention, you know? Yeah. Like, you were, you already mentioned the game room and the, the... Well, we already mentioned the movie rooms, but we can talk a little bit more about the game room, because that thing was pretty amazing. We had a giant game room with a bunch of different things inside of it. Yeah, it was like the size of its own hall, <clears throat> you know? It was huge. It, they fit so many things in there. It was yeah. way bigger than any, like, arcade, you I know? I mean, just in computer games, they had the AFK Lounge, which is here in San Jose, uh, donated some computers for the event. Yeah, so, I thought that was super nice of them. Yeah, and I think they even hosted tournaments on it. So they had a, a, Dono tur- a Dota tournament and I think maybe even a Heroes of Newer tournament as well. Oh, really? I think so. I That's cool. Remember. I didn't know that. 
but it's, it's cool because you walk in and like that's one of the first things you see is people just playing league and dota and stuff on the computers no the first thing you saw when you walked in was the giant jenga i lie yes the giant <laughs> jenga was huge yeah it was like wait they had to use a ladder mm-hmm. to use the giant jenga you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it almost toppled over on me it did yeah it, it like they had a big box taped off on the ground for where the pieces would fall you yeah. know but they always slid like way further than that yeah because it's a cement <laughs> floor so like it, it fell over and just went sliding like next to my feet like it had it i helped pick up like three or four pieces yeah <laughs> i've never played giant jenga so I, you know, i've really never even played regular jenga really but regular it, i always fun. thought it would be really fun yeah that would be neat we should have got into it we could have we actually didn't play anything no we not just really. used it as like our resting lounge well it was kind of cool just to see all the games and things they had they had console games they yeah. had computer games they had arcade games that you could pay for yeah like they had the ufo catchers in the back you know yeah yeah you know, it was really cool and it was it was kind of quiet area too so i mean like if you really want to just kind of get away from the havoc of things well with light because yeah you know because yeah, yeah. the anime rooms those were they were pitch black because it's like a, like a mini movie theater oh yeah so if you wanted to go somewhere where you didn't have to like be super quiet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. be able to see <laughs> and I mean, you could go in the game lounge i think most of the stuff there was free except for like the the few arcade games that you could had to pay for like quarters and stuff like that you know yeah yeah but they had like ddr for free they had um a couple dance games oh. from like the xbox connect were free to do yeah tell tell him about the the ddr guy you saw oh so i came out of the bathroom and this guy's standing backwards not even facing the screen and on top of that he had a blindfold on and yeah. he was just going to town and like dancing and hitting every single thing perfect yeah nailing it was crazy it i think actually i recorded like a 30 second video that we can upload for people to watch on our website. yeah we should do that so it, it'd be amazing yeah i, promise. I was so impressed and then, oh, the memory skill. Yeah. And then on the other, um, the DDR that was by like the Xbox Connect game or whatever. Oh, the one that's kind of like, instead of being up, down, left, right, it's like corners and like a center piece, right? I don't huh? know. Yeah. No, it's it like normal. an off version of DDR. No, it was DDR. I had, no, I don't know. It's I, an off version. I swear. Oh, it's, okay. it's corners. Like DDR is normally up, down, left, right. And then this one was like, diagonals you, yeah diagonals in like a center square oh i it's don't know weird i don't know what it, it looked is. like ddr to me that's why <laughs> <laughs> so i said it's like an off version of ddr yeah well anyway the, there were these two girls that were on there using it and man they were wearing heels and stuff and they were oh, like yeah i was like i can't even really walk in heels and they're here like jumping and dancing and stuff and you getting know, everything perfect I'm it's like, kind geez. of funny i think we, we both kind of realized at the same time as they were going because they had it like on super fast speed and like, yeah they're hanging onto like the back handrails yeah i always assumed it was like a safety barrier your case like somehow you slipped and fell to like save you from hitting other people no you people hang on to those things like because you can't move that fast otherwise like that's that's your your link to the ground (laughs) yeah it was was actually really kind of neat to see that yeah it was i I think we watched that for like a good like 10 minutes yeah i think so too because we were just so impressed (laughs) yeah and besides just having a bunch of like video games and things they had um they had tons of board games they had mahjong Mm -hmm. and i think um they had a couple ping pong tables did they? I don't think I saw the ping pong tables. Yeah, they had a few. I wanted to go play. Yeah. But I, no. We were too busy <laughs> checking our DSs, I think. Oh, yeah. And like getting off of our feet. <laughs> so many DSs. Yeah. Oh, we both got the, the achievement to street pass 100 people in we a day. We did. I was Ugh. surprised because I was like, well, we're never going to get this any other time. Let's just try it like tomorrow, yeah. you know? And somehow I hit it before you. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense to me, but that's it okay. Because really you really weren't even checking yours. No. And I was like trying, you know? I'm I like, I'm going to do this. You played more games of your DS people than I did. Oh, that's so probably true. I was true, just kind of yeah. going through it. Yeah. But I mean, we've met like 300 people this week and easily. Oh, yeah. Most likely, which is nuts. Because of it being the 21st year of the Fanime Con. 
they decided to have a casino night. Yeah, that was really, uh, I thought it was creative. It's very creative, you know, oh, we're 21, let's go gamble. Yeah. And so they had a commemorative but, poker chip to give you. But it wasn't real gambling. No, no, Because no, that, no, no, that no. would be illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they just gave you like a, a $100 chip, a fake $100 chip, and you go get it changed out. And they had a couple poker tables, craps. Yeah. A couple blackjack tables, you know? Nothing mm-hmm. huge, Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, it was a way to, like, you know, kill some time, really, doing something different. Exactly. You know, they're just kind of testing the waters to see how well it did, and you, you got a, a, a poker chip for free. A commemorative one that says, like, Famicom has, like, the little yeah, cartoon on it and stuff. Yeah, so. It was nice, yeah. I think we have a picture of that up on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really cool, too, because people like me, I don't really know how to play any of these games. I don't gamble, mm-hmm. so, you know. But it seemed like a lot of the other people that were there didn't know what they were doing either. No, they didn't. So it was kind of nice. Like, I wouldn't have felt intimidated. Yeah, kind of a free experience to kind of learn the game like other people were. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was awesome. I thought so, too. There were tons of people waiting in line to get into this thing, too. Yeah, and they actually overcrowded it at one point, and Mm -hmm. so they had to, like, stop letting people in until people left. They were like, if you're here with friends and you're not gambling you kind of need to leave because we need to let more people in packed yeah like like, they were only supposed to let like 85 in at that point i think we had like well over 150 yeah i think yeah i think they said there was like 150 people in there crazy but i mean it was still nice and fun and people were just kind of like okay i'm done so here you take my the rest of my chips or i'm Mm going to donate them Mm -hmm. to these guys or whatever just because the people who were actually having fun, they can continue on, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I, I think I had, like, a little over 150 in chips. I sat it down with this one dude on Blackjack, and I was like, mind if I play this hand with you? Set it down. We hit 21, so he just doubled up on my money and his own. Yeah. And I was like, have fun with the rest of my chips, man. Yeah. Cause I was, and then uh, we left. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> it, it was like 9.30. So, yeah. you know what's kind of neat is not only did they have that, but every night they've had dancing. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of, it's probably well planned, but they had it up on the second floor. It was the casino night and mm-hmm. it's near, near like the exit. So if you want to, you can go down some stairs and leave. Or if you kept walking straight out, there's a hall just to the right of it with all the dancing. You can like hear the club music yeah. as you're like gambling away. It was kind of fun. And they did that every night until 4 a.m. Really. That's insane. 4 a.m. is crazy late. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's nice because if you don't want to go try like, you know, the actual San Jose clubs downtown, it's mm-hmm. like, well... I want to go clubbing and cosplay. You know, I want to yeah. meet other people that I know I'm going to at least somewhat get along with. So I'm going to go dancing with other people at the convention. Exactly. You know, you know I'm into all of these animes. Let's go in there and just dance. I wonder if they're playing like anime songs. Oh, like, yeah, like remixes and stuff. Yeah, I bet they awesome. were. That would yeah. be so cool. But like, yeah, that's a good point because like, I'm not much of a club person. Yeah. I'd be more willing to go dance with people who have similarities to me like in Fanime and stuff like that. Yeah. It'd be, I don't know, easier to open myself up to go dance with strangers. I'm a horrible dancer so I, I don't do i don't i don't do dance <laughs> it's the robot and that's the only robot you can ever do i if you know if i could do the robot i would do it all the time i should practice because i'm very stiff wait when you dance you're not doing the robot no i'm not <laughs> oh, man we gotta go get some practice then i guess i am i don't i don't know i didn't think i was but <laughs> Other cool events that we wanted to get to, I think, was the Maid Cafe, right? Oh, yeah. They had that only on Saturday and Sunday, but we didn't get a chance to go when we went on Saturday, which was yesterday for us. It's kind of the same thing we ran into when we were in San Francisco trying to hit the Hello Kitty food truck. The line was forever long. Yeah. And I was under the impression, I I misheard somebody. Um, They were saying that it was cash only, and Mm -hmm. they obviously, they weren't talking about the the Maid Cafe. They were talking about something else, Mm, but I thought they were talking, because it was right next to there so i was like oh it costs money you know and mm-hmm. there, i didn't see a menu or anything so i was like well i don't want to wait in line for an hour and a half and Longer, then probably yeah and then get in there and you know 
have to either spend $10 for a latte or something that I don't even want, you know? I ended up talking to one of like the convention workers and I kind of asked him like, so what do you kind of get when you go in there? Yeah. What's the deal? And he was saying, so basically you go in and there's a few maid cafe girls there and they'll talk to you for a minute and take a photo with you. And then they'll sit you down and you do get some kind of food, not anything huge, I don't think. And then they play a game with you and then you can ask some questions and then you, you're done and yeah. you head out. So, I mean, it's very simple, kind of fun, easy little thing to go do if you if- want, especially if you like relax if you've ever seen anything about maid cafes in japan it's very similar the girls are dressed up like maids they're all very cute you go in you pay for you know usually it's like an omelet and then some rice it's called om rice and they draw little things on it in ketchup and so it's just you know cute and (laughs) stuff rice and ketchup yeah rice ketchup and and eggs it's it's an omelet over rice and then they draw on the omelet with with a ketchup bottle i don't know i I like ketchup with eggs i don't know if i like ketchup (laughs) with rice i guess i'd have to try it i know know, i've never tried it either that might actually be pretty good yeah and then they play games with you you know Mm -hmm. and they're like Mm -hmm. they have magic power and they're just cute you know that's just the whole point yeah Yeah, so it seems very similar to that but and i wish we would have gotten to do it maybe we can later today when we go back yeah but it'll depend on the line because when we went back the second time he said they were closed and it was before they were supposed to be done yeah they're supposed to go 11 to 6 and they were pretty much done at 4 so i don't know if they just ran out of supplies or maybe you know it was just too busy or the girls were tired or i don't know and it's probably because it was they probably ran out of supplies that'd be my guess we saw them in the costumes like walking around after like going to and fro the bathroom and stuff like that and they looked really nice you know i thought they looked cool i thought it looked yeah they very well done one of the things that i thought was super neat was that they had meetings for cosplay groups and it was set up. There was like a poster when you walked in on the top floor that said, if you're dressed up as this, we're having meeting times at these times on these days. So you can come in a group and we'll all take group photos together. Yeah, so that's I thought right. that was super cool. They had tons of them too. Yeah. So many every day and sometimes multiple times over the weekend for the yeah. same kind of group. And you could go check it and be like, hey, I want to see all the people who are dressed up for Kill the Kill. You know, mm-hmm. let's go see all the Kill the Kill cosplays. And then it told you where to go and what time. So you yeah. could go check them out, you know. And there was tons of Kill the Kill people. Yeah, we posted a couple pictures of it. And it, it was nice because it, it worked out with our last episode because we were talking about Kill yeah, the Kill. Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> and... um. They had tons of places. The, the one complaint I would have is that they didn't really have those like locations mapped out yeah, on the like they weren't program. Labeled. Yeah. yeah, which I mean, it's nice because they had like a specific location where they were supposed to go, like G seven or G nine, but you didn't know where G seven or G nine was. One group we wanted to go see, we assumed it was going to be in this one area next to G seven because the group was G six, but yeah. they weren't there. And it found out like G six was actually over by like G nine, and it was just like, uh, okay. Yeah, and we we ended up just kind of like looking for people who were dressed up like what we were supposed to be looking for and that didn't work either because like sometimes the group like we were trying to find the Konkode girls Mm -hmm. and there was only like three of them so so we didn't see them in the mob of giant people in front of the convention center nope but i did get (laughs) at least a photo of a couple of Konkode um, girls later on in the day so it was nice that they had that in general Mm -hmm. you know they didn't have that for like star wars by any means oh no it was more just like random things that you would find out when you were there like Mm -hmm. oh hey let's all get together at this time and take a picture exactly at least if they did have it coordinated it was through like the The 501st like website or something yeah Uh, you know they gave us a little pocketbook so we got like a big giant commemorative i don't know guidebook that was like full color glossy pages and everything it's actually super nice it really is it's like what the guy wanted to buy a star wars he wanted to go buy that ten dollar like 
book and yeah. that's pretty much what we got what we got for free well they also gave you a pocket guide that had all the same information in it except you know slightly less detailed but it was so you could carry it around with you and not have to worry about destroying your nice guide. Yeah, and detailed or not, it had the boxes and it had what panels were going on in all the rooms and it yeah. had the hours for when all the rooms that were available yeah. were open. Yeah, and it had times and mm-hmm. it had like maps of everything. It was super helpful. Like Very helpful. And it's yeah. small, like the size of a wallet type thing. So it was, it was really nice. Yeah, it was. I really, really liked that. I hope they continue to do that because I thought it was super helpful. They also had an app. But I found that the app wasn't as useful as that little book. And so. there was a lot of info in there that we wouldn't have even thought of, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what were we looking for? Um, like, we didn't even know about the poker night, for no. instance, until we were looking through it. And there was just like, a little thing at the bottom. Yeah. You we know, were like, like, oh, they look had at little that. Fun, note, fun little notes. So you yeah. didn't have to, like, go hunt for them. Right. And, like, they also had speed dating at this convention. Um, yeah and you see they didn't really advertise it but it was it was in the books and so it was like oh that's cool and i thought it was nice because you know speed dating it wasn't just um straight speed dating they had uh lgbt speed dating as well i didn't really think like events like this would have speed dating and then go figure star wars and this one had speed dating yeah yeah justin was like why would they even do that and i'm like well because it's hard to meet people yeah so what better place than go to than at a convention with a bunch of other people who have your interests? you have twenty five thousand plus people who have the same or very similar interests you do so it's, it's a really great idea and i don't know why i didn't think of it <laughs> it's just like it's the same concept as having the dancing upstairs yeah you know? exactly so speaking of similar interests, uh, I like art, you love art, and they actually had a huge room dedicated to just people who brought their art to sell there. Yes, they did. The Artist Alley, which they usually have at most conventions, but this one was huge. Like, yeah. it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. Well, like, the the Artist Alley, I guess you could technically call it at Star Wars, was very small. And right. it was within, like, the whole entire merchant hall. This one It was, was its own its, hall. Yeah, and it was huge. Yeah, and, and it was super always packed. packed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, you know, you brought up a good point to me the other night. We were kind of thinking about it. Like, you know, I want to buy some of these, but they all just kind of, they look good, but, like, they yeah, don't stand out. Nothing stood out. Yeah, you know, but then, like, we went out and about, and we saw, like, a Mega Man poster, and we were like, wow, that looks so good. Yeah, we were waiting for a panel, and this yeah. guy was just kind of standing there, and I was like, oh, look, he bought one of those Mega Man posters, you know, and it's like a photorealistic Mega Man. Mm-hmm. It was really cool looking. And out of context, in that lobby, it was amazing. And I was like, wow. So, like, you, know? you compare everybody's to everybody's, it's really hard to see what stands out. But if right. you take it out from everybody's, you look at it as a solo piece, you're like, you know what? That's a really nice piece of art. Yeah. There was so much awesome in the artist alley that nothing was awesome. Exactly. Because there was nothing there to make anything look better. Yeah. You know? Everybody had, like, their own artistic style, and it was just so good. I know. I, I, w- I think we went through there, like, three times just because I kept wanting to go look at it, you know? Yeah. And uh, we're recording midway through, and we're going to actually go back because we're finally deciding to buy a piece. Yeah. There was... Every time we passed by it, it's a poster of Mako Mankanshoku from Kill to Kill, and it's when she's wearing her uh, president for the Fight Club uniform, yeah. you know? And it's just... It's this really cool action pose and i saw it and i was like oh wow i like that one you know and every time we passed it i was like yeah i like that one but like i never bought it because i'm like well it doesn't you know. stand out really compared to anything else that's around it so why yeah. pay that money until i saw that Mega Man poster yeah. and i was like you know what that poster is gonna look badass on the wall i'm gonna go back and get it because so, why not yeah, you know exactly 
<laughs> so we're gonna go back and get that and then um we got a few other things from the actual merchant hall too yeah we did the, the merchant hall was huge too massive yeah and but we kind of ran into the same problem where it was like there was so much cool stuff mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. kind of numbed us you know so we were like well this is neat but you know all the other people have it here so it's like yeah. well i don't feel like i need to buy it from you so you know i have a, a pro and a con for this so mm-hmm. like compared to star wars it was so massively packed that you couldn't find anything or see anything because there's just a sea of people right you come to this one pro it was huge there was a lot of people but there was still a bunch of open space that you could get to the merchandise to look at which i loved they had it spaced out so much nicer exactly con everything kind of looked the same yeah you couldn't really separate well okay uh, do i want those t-shirts or do i want to go two booths over and get their t-shirts or manga from here or manga from there like there wasn't enough to separate each one out to really make me go which store should i go to if i want to buy something yeah exactly we ended up just kind of wandering around and going well this would be cool to have but maybe they would have it a better one at a different booth you know or well i don't know because there was a cooler one at a different booth mm-hmm. and then we, we never ended up really buying a whole lot but no. we did get some stuff like we both got just regular fanime shirts uh you know i got a sweatshirt oh that's right well still it's the fanime logo though yeah. and it's actually a really cool design and then i see this was the thing uh that we were talking about we saw something we're like well that's cool but what are we gonna really do with it you know mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. i bought a gundam but that was after like debating it forever because i'm like well but it's just a gundam you know yeah but if i had seen this gundam in another store like a random regular mm-hmm. hobby store i would have been like oh i really want that gundam and i would have bought it without it. A... exactly yeah but this one we had to like we had to circle the entire thing before i was like you know what let's go get that gundam <laughs> it's a bear gundam nonetheless so it's really cool looking yeah he's he's it's gundam bear man or bear guy bear guy, Gu- <laughs> bear guy. he's bear guy too and oh. um yeah he's just i don't know he's, he's a bear he's pretty cool you know? to like mock 16 bear guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i think they had a, a captain harlock ship one too <gasps> yeah that thing was, was so huge cool. yeah so huge yeah it was 260 dollars or something. something like that but it was the box was like worth it like four and a half feet long it or was something. so big <laughs> it looked awesome too yeah it was really neat looking oh you know what else we saw in the gundam booth hmm. we saw a darth vader and a stormtrooper we did samurai the ones that we were talking about in the star yeah. wars uh podcast yeah they yeah. were full-on samurai outfits but to match a stormtrooper and darth vader yeah super neat i was so excited i didn't see them at first because they were at the exit when you walk mm-hmm. past to leave but justin saw them he was taking pictures and i'm like oh what are you looking at i was like oh these are the things that I was talking about, you know? It was super awesome to see them yeah. live, they I guess. They looked really nice. Yeah. So they had those. I think they had a few, like, Dragon Balls and... Oh, that that Morrigan that they had? Really nice. Yeah. It was funny, though, because he was like, who's this? And I was like, oh, that's Morrigan. If you've ever played, um, like, Marvel versus Capcom, she's in there. And he was like, oh, I don't, I've never played. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, you know, honestly, I'm surprised that we haven't seen any cosplayers because she's a popular character, mm-hmm. especially like, you know, for older people because she's like an older character from earlier, like the 90s, you know? Yeah. And then later on, we saw one, like <laughs> yeah. not even that much later, like half an hour later. Yeah, I was like, oh, hey. that to me, I would have never <laughs> known that's who it was. I'd have been like, what are you wearing? Why yeah. do you have bats on your stockings? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. It was just a nice coincidence. <laughs> But um, I was hoping yeah. in the dealer room, I was hoping to find some stuff and I kind of didn't. The one thing that I was really <clears throat> looking for was a figure um, from Conclay 
She, her name's Kaga. She's one of the aircraft carriers, okay. and she looks like an archer because that's how it works in that show. But she was she was my favorite character from that show, and I was really hoping to find something. And the only things that I could find were like the little tiny, like I don't know, three inch figures or something. But I was like. Eh, I want like a full size figure. Yeah, if you're you gonna know? go for it, you go all out. Yeah, and that's the one thing that I didn't find, and I was kind of disappointed. But you know, you can't find everything. I know, but if I would have seen that, I would have bought it. I oh, think. Oh yeah. Well, I had the same problem. I got one manga, but then I was specifically looking for a Dragon Ball, at least one through three for the mangas, and they didn't have one or three, but yeah, they had like but two, had two, five, and like six. <laughs> so I was like, what? Okay, that's not useful to me at all. So I mean, like, it's busy now. If they're selling product, they're oh, yeah. run out of whatever. Your brother found what he wanted, though. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think he was looking for that, though. I think it was just like a, a purchase surprise. of opportunity. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, he bought a Captain, a Captain Harlock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, a figure. He he didn't buy actual Captain Harlock, but, <laughs> you know, he found a really nice figure. Yeah. And then was... he loves JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is actually a really funny show. It's out there. Yeah. For sure. But he found a character, and so he bought uh, a figure of that character. It was Queen Bee, and it was really nice. So, it was a really nice looking, uh, not a model, but a figure. It was yeah, a really nice looking figure. It was nice that they had that uh, degree of variation, I guess you could mm-hmm, say, of like just mm-hmm. random stuff, you know? But at the same time, yeah, it's like, well, if I if it doesn't strike me or if I've already found something else to spend my money on, I'm kind of like... I'm lost at what to do, you know? Yeah, and that's, like I said, that's what, uh, one of the cons. But yeah. like I said, at the same time, as a pro because it's oh, yeah. so large. No, it was definitely, the whole thing was a pro. We only hit a line once, and that was the middle of the day Saturday trying to get into the merchant's hall. So it was like, yeah. and, and even that, then it still moved. Yeah, and that goes back to the organization. I thought that that was fantastic. You know, it kind of sucked having to wait in a line, but they did it so that way the dealer's hall wasn't overcrowded. Exactly. So you could see everything It's still. really nice. Yeah, like... The the cause was totally worth it, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. One of the things I found was kind of fun. It wasn't necessarily... It was a panel, but it wasn't a panel. It was kind of more of like a practical panel. Hmm. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. It was attached to the main convention center. It was in the Hilton. You go downstairs and they had what was known as the dojo room. Mm-hmm. And so we went there and we caught the tail end of um, like a weapons workshop. The exotic weapons panel is yeah. what we saw first. There you go. And it was put on by the Twilight Knights Renaissance Guild, which I had never heard of until this. I mean, yeah. you know, not that I look into that sort of thing, <laughs> but not the point. Um, and apparently they've gone several years yeah. according to what, what they were saying. Like. Yeah. It was really neat to have him go through most of the weapons that we saw it was kind of cool to it explain. was it was very informative so very. what he did was he it, it's a martial artist um well it's a martial art group i guess and he's the sensei and he goes through and he actually teaches classes for this stuff but he went through with practice weapons of all sorts of different ones like he had commas and he had um katanas and he had axes and Nunchucks poles and things and other things and it was neat because he would take one show you how to defend with it or not defend with it against or ex- the other weapons that yeah, were there like a, yeah so he would show you how to defend against various weapons with these specific things yeah but he also gave you like a history lesson on why you shouldn't be using them as a weapon <laughs> I didn't know you used size to move bales of hay. Yeah. It makes sense. And that the fact that they're made out of, like, steel, I think he was saying. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's really cool. But, like... You grew up watching the Ninja Turtles. You were assuming they were weapons. Yeah, I always thought that that was just a weapon. I had no idea that it had a practical application. <laughs> yeah, you know, for mainly most of these weapons, the ninjas or whatever that you see used in like Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. they're all like farming tools. Yeah, so it was really cool that he gave us the history of where they came from and, and how they got romanticized into Hollywood stuff, you know? I yeah, thought like that was really cool. Taking the nunchucks and like making them metal. Or- yeah, in reality, they were not. They not were just at all. wooden things, they, you know, yeah, attached. 
attached with with rope, you know? <laughs> yeah, or silk if you're lucky. And you use that to, like, drains, basically, to break them down. Your rice, mm-hmm. you know, things... To, to separate the rice the rice grains from the stalks. Yeah, you know, s- simple practical applications for all of these supposed weapons. And then we also saw the second panel, um, which was... It wasn't a panel. It was a spear workshop. And we were just kind of surprised because when we walked in, we were like... The, the ladies were like, okay, well, do you want to sign a waiver? And we were like, for what? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was like, are we doing stuff? And- well, and it's funny because she was like, yeah, so you're going to the spears and you're going to wear masks. And I was like, am I going to be building a spear? Am I going to be doing some kind of welding? Yeah, because it just says spear workshop. So we had no idea what we were walking into. We were just like, let's go check this out. Yeah. You know? And in my mind, I hear a workshop. I'm thinking the same kind of like workshop we did in Star Wars where they're teaching us how to build props for different things. Right. So in my mind, I was like, we're going to build spears. <laughs> Yeah, no. It turns out that it was a practical usage of a spear. And yeah, it was a training. Techniques. It was yeah. a training class, is what it was. Yeah, it was nice. It was short. It was like an hour. Um, well, okay, no. There was an hour of him explaining different things, and then there was an hour of how many times people wanted to go up and try and fight against mm-hmm. his actual students. Yeah, which in is the dojo. really cool. Yeah, it was. And you tried it. I failed. Well, yeah, but you still tried it. Yeah, it was fun. It's a lot harder than you think. Mm-hmm. Like, you think, oh, I can fight with a spear, just going to stab people and run around. No. <laughs> when you fight against someone who actually kind of knows what they're doing, like his students mainly did, it's, even if you're fast or strong, man, it's hard. Yeah. Was it scary? Not, going going up against a student who actually knew what they were doing? Not really. I just, I, I didn't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it took him a while. It took a while to convince him to go try it, you know, because he was like, I don't want to look stupid. And I'm like, nobody else here knows how to do this. That's why we're here. Yeah. You know, finally got the courage to go do it. But yeah, it's fun. I would have gone again, but we had other stuff to do. I didn't want to put on a big sweaty mask that like 30 other people had worn. They weren't that sweaty. Well, I didn't still... get lice yet. Not yet. <laughs> I will say for most of the panels that we did get to go to, which way more than we got to do for star wars yeah they were all thoroughly enjoyable they were and they were fun like they they weren't all serious panels either like we we could have seen magikarp a history you know <laughs> and, and- <laughs> yeah <laughs> which leads me to say for one of the cosplays i did see there was like this super buff dude painted orange and had like fins and everything he was a super buff magic card yeah he had a he had a fake um mask head thing on it was pretty funny <laughs> it was pretty funny there was so much cosplay like it, it was kind of the same thing there was so much cosplay that nothing almost stood out you know because there was just a ton of it you everywhere you looked there was just cosplay 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 and but yeah. it was of all different levels of cosplay and i guess that's where i was i was kind of making a point uh, earlier is when we were at star wars so many people's cosplays were nice yeah it was kind of like wow wow i see it everywhere and then i come here and i'm not super familiar with a whole lot of anime quite yet yeah but well, I, know, I, know. I don't know a whole lot either i felt kind of dumb looking i don't know who that who's that that's What's why we that? had your brother because he would always tell us who it was <laughs> but even with my lack of knowledge i still know quite a few characters mm-hmm. but because there were so many like inconspicuous type characters i was just like I have no idea. I assumed we didn't have that many cosplayers there, yeah. but there were tons. Yeah, it's just that, you know, most cosplay, not everybody wears armor, you know, and cool stuff like that. Yeah, a lot, a lot There's of, a lot of characters that just wear school uniforms or and stuff, you know. regular clothes, like, right. you know, like a pair of jeans and like sandals. Like, okay, I guess you were cosplaying as somebody I didn't even know. Well, you know, take One Piece, for example. Those guys don't wear armor, you know. No, but there's a telltale symbols that kind of give it away. Like, yes, Luffy tell- wears a straw hat. And- well, I know, but I'm saying, like, they just look like normal people, though. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. It, unless you're familiar with that show, you're like, 
Well, I think they're a group, but what what are they? Well, you know? example, imagine if you hadn't watched Kill a Kill and you see some dude walking around in underwear with just like a, a armor belt. Oh, nudist beach? Yeah. Yeah. You would have no I would have been like, um... Why is that guy walking around in like a Speedo? <laughs> what the hell? Like, why does he have pink nipples? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we saw quite a few of nudist beach, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, that was hilarious, though. Yeah. There was even a guy that had the V-neck and he had LEDs on his chest, <laughs> so it looked like his nipples were shiny. Shining through to be part of nudist beach it was hilarious yeah it was, I thought it was, that was really great. cool yeah and, and like it was really neat to see the different variations like a lot of people uh cosplayed uh ryuko yeah and some of them went the more risque and some of them did like the full kamui before it like turns into its like ultimate form you know mm-hmm. and some so people school uniform yeah and some people took both of those versions a little bit farther and a little bit more in yeah you know whoever was comfortable doing with what and it was kind of nice to see all of the variations of yeah. the very same cosplay not yeah. just for kill a kill but anything it was even nice because somebody well i thought i, I think it was almost <clears throat> almost my favorite one she um she had ryuko in her pajamas yeah scissor blade i was like oh that's cool where you did know? you find these pajamas <laughs> yeah but i thought that that was cool you know because it's not just like the the battle outfit mm-hmm. every time there was even a really nice uh ryuko in the um sasuke's uh Kamui. yeah in the junketsu junketsu there we go yeah, yeah i that took one a picture really of her. nice yeah that one was awesome and she had the full length scissor blade too like in decapitation mode so this thing was like six That's feet long awesome i didn't get to see that part of it yeah in the picture she's facing she's pointing it towards me mm-hmm. so you can see mm-hmm. how long it is kind of you know okay and then there was the guy that was dressed up as just a Kamui. So he yes. would like he hid himself in the costume. So it was just the the, com- the comedy it by itself. Really well done. Yeah, it was really nice. I was impressed with the amount of gender bent cosplays because that's what I was hoping to see There's anyway. Quite a few. Yeah, it, quite a few. To me, it's it shows creativity. Yeah. Because like I'm gonna take this male character and turn it into a female character, mm-hmm. so that way I can wear it. Well, or it I'm gonna versa. play a boy. You know. Yeah. There's a couple a uh, couple girls. One played like a Goku. One played a Vegeta. Yeah. You know, which was really cool. And then I think yeah, we saw like a squad of guys playing Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, all the. the the sailor characters, I should say. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Like I I like seeing that because it's different, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there was, which I found interesting. There was a lot of people who were cosplaying. I mean, it, it it doesn't make a difference really, but they were cosplaying things that were not anime. Like, I mean, we saw that Bane, and even though I loved him, you yeah. know, because he even had like the muffled voice and the mm-hmm, mask and everything, mm-hmm. but I was like. But you're Bane. Like, why are you here? Well, there was tons of, like, <laughs> DC characters and Jokers. And... They even had a meetup. Yeah. Yeah. I get that you're, like, an American version of an anime or a manga, but it's, like, it's fanime. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't consider that even. I think it was just these people like to cosplay these, and so well, they, yeah. they just want to. I mean, they're included, but, I mean, but you, have you know. Comic Con down in San Diego every right. year. That's where I would imagine seeing a DC person. Right. You go to Fanime, I'm expecting to see Japanese anime characters from right. mangas and or shows. And games. You and know. games, exactly. Yeah, but no, there was like Batmans running around and there was. Harley Quinns and Jokers. And I'm like, you know, they looked really cool. But well, again, I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, it's nice that you're here, but like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even at one point when we were just kind of walking around, you hear someone come over to like the PA system going, if there's anybody here in a Batman costume, please come 
into this area, there's a DC representative here that wants to take a photo with you and all these people. Yeah, and, and I was like, like that's why awesome. Why is there a DC person here? Right, but like, why isn't there, you know, another company that's here? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. Why isn't there like a Shonen Jump person or something here? Yeah, but it was nice to see the variation again. And it's just know? being a stickler for things that aren't right. Yeah, no, I agree, because I am I was the one that mentioned it in the first place. I yeah. was like, wait, why is that guy here? <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, there's tons of them. Were there any cosplays that you were looking for that you didn't see? I wish I could have seen more Naruto, and I wish I could have seen some more One Piece, I guess. Those are, like, the two that I'd like to watch. Yeah. And the two that you can do quite a few characters for, especially, like, in One Piece, because there's tons of characters that super stand out. Yeah. And I would have liked to have seen them. I saw a few different One Pieces, but they're always the same people. What were you looking for? Um, I was looking... Well, I wanted to go see the Conclay Girls, and they weren't there. Like, there, there was those two that we saw, mm-hmm, and... Mm-hmm. When we were going to try to find the meetup, we couldn't find them because there was just those two. I was hoping there would have been like a, a whole fleet. You know, that yeah. would have been awesome because I love all their their battle gear and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that's probably, that's really hard to do. Well, maybe I will do it then. Yeah. I will be the one I wanted to see. You know. I, oh, I did see a Kaga when she was like, she was like walking away from me though. So mm-hmm. she was too far for me to get anywhere near to like take a picture. Did she have all the like battle gear? Um, She had the aircraft carrier board. Okay. But I, that's all that I saw. I don't even know if she had like a quiver with her arrows in it. Okay. But I know it was her. That's I was just cool. like, she's so far. You know, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't make it. <laughs> the one thing I have no idea why or what it is, tons of people were wearing computer monitors on their head. Yeah. And we, we even no looked into clue. it and we were like, what the this hell is, is this? Yeah. Why, why <laughs> is there so many people with a monitor on their head? I don't get it. Yeah. It was just a weird thing. But I mean, Tons. whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, was there a specific favorite that, favorite that you saw? A favorite cosplay? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, well, I don't know. I had a couple. There was a, there was that really good looking Mako that we saw. Um, and then there was the Kamui that was by itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I was looking, I was really hoping to see something that had like a ton of armor, you know? And I just, I really didn't see anything that was just full on armor. So you need armor to do it for you, huh? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's more impressive for me. Yeah, because like, it takes a lot more work. Yeah. yeah. And then armor is like super cool. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I like armor. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would have to say, you know, honestly, the, the two... Conclave girls that we saw, um, yeah, they're part of the battleship group. I don't necessarily remember which characters they were of the battleships, mm-hmm. but I thought even though they didn't have their battle gear, they looked really good. The makeup fit, the hair was right, the little yeah. even headband pieces they had, the clothes, they matched the characters really close yeah. to the anime, in my opinion. The, the only thing that they were missing was the shoes. Yeah. But they looked so good otherwise it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked really good. I have a picture of them, so we'll upload that. Yeah. And I really did enjoy the like the full Kamui. Yeah. He was, <laughs> he was just so, so cool. neat. Just because it was like different, you know. You know, yeah. And then this is kind of like a, a dark horse in terms of like cosplay. It was the dad from Kill a Kill. Yeah. He had the jacket I didn't even and like realize... the crooked tie. And yeah. he was in boxers. It took me a minute to realize who he was because they did the group pose and I was mm-hmm. like, Who's that guy? <laughs> you know? And then he walked out and I was like, Oh, He's Mako's dad. Yeah. <laughs> the back alley doctor. It was you know? so cool. Yeah, he was really great. And he was the only one. Mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. made it even better. It's really impressive to see the amount of work people put into these cosplays mm-hmm. and how how much they care. You yeah, know? It yeah. really shows like, hey, I'm trying, you know? Yeah. It's it's cool. I like it. Even some of the simplest ones, like there was a giant uh domo. 
That was oh, there. Oh, yeah. It, it's just a box with some brown fur and, like, a face. Yeah. But the fact that this guy made a giant domo was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just fun. There's some people, I think we saw, uh... Hmm. Big Hero 6. I can't think of the character's oh, name. Oh, Baymax. Baymax. Yeah. We saw him. I felt bad for that dude. We actually saw him later on in the day without his, like, Baymax uniform on, and the dude was just dreadful. Sweaty. He was so it sweaty. It takes... <laughs> I, I was hot in my cosplay at Star Wars. Yeah. And I at least had some breathability. Yeah. These people wearing, like, the giant domo and the Baymax, they're in a full enclosed costume. I saw some people in leather. Yeah. I'm like, you must be dying. Yeah, and masks and the crazy shoes and, like, all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know? I could mm-hmm. never, I don't think, wear something like that i would have to have a more normal size normal type of cosplay or go for your like your all-out cosplay and cheat a little bit and just wear like regular shoes yeah which i would say is completely understandable or wear flats until somebody wants to take a picture and yes. then put the shoes on exactly <laughs> well we should talk about some of the panels that we saw oh yeah the fact that we got to see some panels this time is quite amazing yeah um they did such a good job with the panels so we went to one i believe yesterday morning it was Shonen Jump Classics. Yeah. And it went over... Well, basically, the rules were it had to be from the Shonen Jump Weekly, and it had to be done running its series. Yeah. And I think the guy who ran it did a really good job. So, like, he would show three hints and allow us, the fans, to guess which Shonen Jump manga it was. Yeah, there was ten different ones. And he was actually a representative from Viz Media. Yeah. So, he did a really good job, and he knew what he was Fantastic talking about. Fantastic job. Yeah, he was really fun to watch. Yeah, uh, mo- one of the most inter- entertaining panels I went to. It was an hour long, and I actually knew a couple, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was saying like we went 10 for 10 as a not, well, not us, us but, but the panel the room group, went 10 for yeah. 10 which he said had never happened in like the three years that he's been doing it so far yeah which is really cool but because of just going through it and seeing all the shonen jump weeklies and like how good some of these mangas looked and, yeah. and talking about it one of them happened to be dragon ball and i was like you know what i think i want to read the dragon ball manga <laughs> so i went out and like got one through three of the dragon ball manga and i'm gonna start trying to read them and probably try to collect them all because of this one panel yeah had that much of an influence on me yeah it was really good and very very informative there's another panel that we're going to talk about next week but it also had a lot of really interesting information so i yeah. mean these panels they were they were fun you know they were and then there was a couple like really random ones where it was like um for instance there was one where these girls were role-playing the characters from madoko magica i had no idea what was happening (laughs) yeah like well he came in justin came in like right at the end of it i had been sitting there for a little while already and yeah they were answering questions in role play so it was just kind of like well but i'm not really talking to the characters but they were pretending to be the characters you have to enjoy the show or the manga whatever it's from yeah and you have to like see them as the characters right but it was just nice that they had stuff that wasn't so serious you know Mm -hmm. it seemed like Mm -hmm. really if you wanted to make a panel just for fun you could do it register for it and it it, there's no reason why it shouldn't get accepted yeah and uh some other things like they had Cthulhu for president. Yeah, no right? idea what this pre- what this is about. But I don't. Even, Cthulhu's not from a manga or anime, is it? Um, no, he's from a novel, but a very old novel. There but, you go. Well, you know, why? Yeah. Why is there? Why is there the history of the magic card? Like I don't get it. They're yeah. just for fun, but like still. Exactly. It's just. It's why not? <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's really they have huge variety of these panels all day from like nine in the morning on. We were gonna go to one. And it kind of was like the one I wanted to go to. Yeah, it would have been super fun. It was called Whose Line Is It Anime? Yeah. And it was based off of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah. The, the improv show. 
show. And you it's know? a two-hour panel. We're like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. We sat in line for like two hours expecting it to be packed. It got canceled 10 minutes beforehand. Well, the weird thing, though, was that nobody really told us. So we were sitting in the area in the line. And about halfway, like about 20 minutes before the panel started, people started coming over and going, hey, what line is this? And we're like, it's for whose line is an anime? And they're like, oh, wait. No, this half. is for this is for Magikarp, and we're like, no, no, we've been in line for like two hours. And we're at people, the beginning of the line. This, and this is guy, the front end. Yeah, this guy came up and he was literally arguing with us, going, "No, this is the end. This is the end of the line." We're like, <laughs> "No, we've been here for two hours. Yeah. This is the beginning of the line. We started the line." Yeah, you know? <laughs> which is kind of crazy to think about too. The fact that this history of the Magikarp line was so long yeah. that they have two massive ballrooms. The one we were going to go to called the Imperial, and and the one that the history of the Magikarp was supposed to be in, like, the Regency. Yeah. The fact that it, like, went all the way around half of the building to where we were on the other side. Yeah. To be the back of the line. It was, it was nuts. Like, what? It makes no sense. Yeah. But then after after this, like, you know, conversation happened, the, the guy went over to the whiteboard, a different guy, and he crossed off the panel. And we're like, wait, did it just get canceled? And then he goes, oh, I'm so sorry, but this panel's been canceled and we're moving the Magikarp one here. And we're like, what? I sat there for like 10 minutes just crying. Yeah, we were like, well, I guess it's the Magikarp line now. Like, Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us a break from the day, I guess. Like, I was upset. Yeah. Like, it was like 10 minutes before this panel was supposed to start. You cancel it. Like, somehow, somewhere, chain of command, it got broken. Yeah. But that was the only negative point that we really had yeah. so far. I mean, we're going back later today. So, I mean, I would hope nothing else would happen. I would hope so, too. But you never know. But, like, this is where we kind of, we we went to a few panels in the morning. Nobody was there. Yeah. You know, it was very easy to walk in get out. Same thing with on Friday. We walk in, walk out. There was mm-hmm. no problem getting into the panels. So then we went to go to a panel. Um, it was voice acting in Japan. Yeah, which and, we thought would have been great for this, you know, for this yeah, podcast. Great. And one thing, the room was changed. So we already had started going to the wrong location. Secondly, we got there like 20 minutes beforehand thinking, hey, this would be great to get into. Yeah. Sadly, it was in a smaller room and it was jam-packed with people and the line to get in for if people left. Super long. Yeah. So we were like, hmm, I guess we're not going into this one. Exactly. So <laughs> in my opinion, I was like, oh, I guess there's more people here. It's Saturday. So this whose line is an anime was going to be a crazy long line. Yeah. Let's show up like an hour, a couple hours early. We'll get a break. We'll relax, drink some water, just hang out. Yeah. And then it gets canceled. But I mean, at least we weren't the only ones who yeah. were trying to go see it. There was at least like 40 other people Easily. who were trying the, to see yeah, it. Yeah, the line got big enough that it was worth it to like sit there and be the first ones in. Besides being disappointed by the fact that the one panel I did really, really want to go to got canceled, the huge variety was amazing. A wide variety of panels, and it goes from anything such as the history of Magikarp to 16 and plus panels, like whose line is it, anime. They even go to more 18 and over type panels, like for like different varieties of adult entertainment and not necessarily just like hentai but like yeah obviously adult language things more gore type things things were needed to be like 18 and over right i just i really liked that it had such a huge variety from younger adults to even older adults or even erotic type things but so we're gonna go back today probably show up like an hour early for a panel hopefully just to get in it should be in one yeah. of the bigger rooms and uh, then we're gonna go get that mako poster yeah because i want it from my wall <laughs> <laughs> i'm scared if i want to go back or not on monday because i don't want to spend any more money uh, yeah i mean we haven't spent a ton but we were at our limit that we gave ourselves to yeah. spend so we'll see yeah but either way it's been a fun fun weekend i can't wait to see what happens next year yeah definitely because we are definitely going back Anyway, we're going to go so that we can head back and have some more fun. So that's going to do it for this week. 
thanks for listening and we'll be back next week so check us out on the notlg network you can find us on twitter instagram facebook at super cast you can also subscribe to us on itunes because we're there and on soundcloud you can download our episodes give us some likes give us some reviews if you want to send us a message you can do that too we're at super at gmail don't forget if you did find us through the 3ds's and saw our super cast banner please send us a photo of you meeting us and we will upload it all over our stuff and we're gonna have some merch pretty soon so that'll be cool too thanks to alex barroza for our music and i think that's it yeah like review comment we need all of it have a great weekend <laughs> we're going everybody. back to fanime pa. bye <laughs>